0: Hi, everybody. It's Sarah. So um, the episode you're about to listen to is episode 55, despite the fact that Rob and I are dumb, and we call it episode 54 about 11 times. Okay. Enjoy. This is Sarah Davis.
1: And this is Rob Lindley.
0: (laughs) And this is How Much Do We Love? Episode 54.
1: 54, indeedy. I
0: forgot what I was supposed to say for a minute. We had to do that over. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. Line? Hi, everybody. (laughs)
1: Line.
0: Line. Oh. (laughs) Well, we're back with episode 54.
1: And uh, we're going to start things off tonight with one of my favorite things. And it's something that I have... For a long time, sat down to um, in the evening to watch my television with this. And I know what you're thinking, listeners, a bottle of red wine. Right. Yes, perhaps, <laughs> but if that is accompanied with a little plate of cheese and crackers. I love cheese and crackers. I, I love
0: cheese them. and I love crackers.
1: And, and I, I love, love cheese together. and crackers, yeah. They're so good. Tonight, I had um, some original wheat thins, oh. which I l- and yeah, love so much. Stuff. And um, I know that usually I have a big hunk of cheddar cheese that I, you know, get out the cheese cutter and right. do my own thing. But I was <laughs> so lazy this week and they were on sale and I just bought the cracker cuts.
0: Nice. Perfect. <laughs> They're kind of you have to awesome. You have to break them in half for the wheat then, though, right?
1: I break them into quarters. Oh, nice. You've got to make it last. I, I do. I like a very nice... Cracker to cheese quotient, I mm-hmm. like to have the whole border of the wheat then showing I
0: see all the way around. perfect. I love to make a plate of them, you know and then take it and sit down with it like it's a yes. little bit of a ritual thing it's um, now, there's something fun about that
1: speaking be- this is how um ritualistic it is is in how ingrained it is in my head to this day, i don't know in my life that I've ever stayed in a hotel with my parents. Where we haven't gone to like the local grocery store or Seven Eleven and gotten Wheat Fins, Triscuits, and a thing of sharp cheddar cheese, oh. and usually Sprite or Seven Up. How funny! And my sister Marla, who um, a lot of you might know that I've talked about her before, she has Down syndrome and is just an angel, and she calls it the family party.
0: Oh, I, oh! you've mentioned that before. You're like, oh, and yeah, we had a family party in the hotel we,
1: Well, that's <laughs> so what so cute. Because now everyone in our family says it because mm-hmm. we think it's so funny because Marla's like, come on, family party time. That's awesome. She, she loves it. And so um, I kind of have my family party for one uh, um, most evenings. <laughs> yeah. Morning. So, and I love also, I love to get the um, Cars table water crackers
0: mm-hmm.
1: with the cracked pepper are my favorite ones.
0: I like Get so those. many different kinds of crackers. Okay, here are a couple of my favorite so combos. And some of okay. these are variations, right? I like the rye crisp. Oh,
1: they're, a fan they're of those.
0: high in fiber. I started eating those when I was sort of low carbonate because they're for you're good for you. They're high in fiber and they're right. thick and crunchy. But they're really good with all different things on them. But especially if you put this was a oh, I did I had this at a had a, like a baby shower and it was like the best thing I'd ever eaten, and there were this kind of cracker that I then they had at my local store and I was so excited and then now I haven't seen them since and it was some rye crisp shape you know sort of a large rectangle but it was this very porous almost styrofoamy kind of cracker but it works with anything and then a thin layer of whipped cream cheese,
1: which mm. is cheese,
0: and then maybe a then put cherry tomato halves on it and then sunflower okay. sprouts
1: that is. Fancy.
0: Well, I had just gotten sunflower sprouts in my CSA box, which we talked about last time. And that was right. like one of the best foods I've ever eaten was the sunflower sprout. And they're one of those superfoods. I've foods. never had those. <gasps> they're the best texture. Because I'm not a big really? sprouts fan in general. They're not little and squiggly Ooh, like that kind.
1: Those.
0: Oh, my God. They're so good. I bet you could find them. I'll
1: Sometimes you can foods, find them right? in the
0: little plastic, you know, uh, clamshell thing. Yeah, you probably can get it at Whole Foods. Sunflower sprouts, people. Ooh, they were so good. I'm thinking about well, them now. It sounds good. They're just I don't even know how to describe them, but they're really super tasty and uh, mm-hmm. they were just perfect and so then, when I didn't have cherry tomatoes, I did it with a, just a slice of ripe tomato and then mm. the sp- and salt and pepper and those sprouts. but it's all on the cheese and cracker base, you know mm-hmm. uh oh I'm mute?
1: having some crackers right now, actually delicious so now, I keep muting I keep muting my microphone everyone's chewing in everyone's ears. <laughs> It's,
0: Gleep. Not, Gleep it's not It's not that I don't have
1: something to say. It's that I'm actually chomping on. Yum! Well, my I'll tell beans. you
0: about another one of my variations. Yes. It has to be Ritz crackers, or um, no, I'm lying. Not Ritz crackers. Like saltine crackers.
1: Ooh, yes. Okay, okay,
0: saltines or the other brand that makes the saltine-like one. What's that one? Premium. Yeah. Yeah. With cottage cheese on them. Really. Yes! It's, it's you know, sometimes there are food combinations that, you know, it's like, I'm going to have a peanut butter and lettuce sandwich and you think, I had a college roommate who liked peanut butter and lettuce sandwiches and you think, that sounds horrible and therefore the two tastes must make some third excellent mm-hmm. taste. And that's what happens with the cottage cheese and, crack- and uh, saltines. No, peanut butter and lettuce, that was just gross. I tasted it and said, no, this just tastes like <laughs> peanut butter and lettuce and it was horrible. Yeah. But, um... The the saltine cracker and cottage cheese is an amazing combo. I don't know why. Another one of my favorites, Gouda
1: yes, and Triscuits. Oh, I love Triscuits.
0: Or, as I more often buy, the Trader Joe's woven wheats. Are those good? They're great. And they okay. have no saturated fat. Yeah. The Trader Joe's version of the Triscuit is delicious. But actually, anything's good on a Triscuit. Triscuit is a, one of my favorite ch- cheese and cracker choices.
1: Now I'm trying to find the um I'm trying to find the brand name. Mm-hmm. It's called I want to say it's like Mertz or Lutz or something. Merck's, like that Merks Merks yes has- in the tub <laughs> yes of the with the port wine yes right. it's so good. Now that Merks is- M E
0: R K T S dot com Merks
1: Now, that is delicious on almost any cracker, but I love it on a saltine.
0: You know what else it's good on? What? A burger.
1: Of course it's good on a burger. That sounds awesome. You know
0: where they put it on a burger? At the uh, Buffalo Joe's in Evanston. You're kidding me. I'm not. Or they did, you know, 100 years ago when I was in college. I just drove by there today. Yeah. I believe that they will put the Merck's cheese spread. I like the I like the tub of cheese spread. Yeah, there's too. some kind from Michigan. I think it's called Schuler's Bar cheese that uh, one of our listeners brought me one time when she was visiting our friend Marianne. That was delicious, mm. very similar to the Merck's. And I have some in my fridge right now to eat with celery because I'm not eating crackers at the moment. I'm having celery.
1: You're being very good. Well, you know, I ate a fr- deep fried avocado. I, I'm trying to make a well. There's in, that. Right And I'm not, I'm, sometimes I like a fancy cheese Mm -hmm. and cracker, but I am not above a good old fashioned Keebler's townhouse and some, Mm -hmm. and some, some cheese in a can. I was going to say, how
0: do you feel about shaving cheese?
1: I like the cheese in a can and I will, I, and I like that sometimes there's a star tip on it and I will make designs. Totally. I will, I will edge that cracker (sighs) or sometimes I'll just make a rosette. I yes.
0: that you know the shaving I call it shaving cheese. The shaving That's cheese awesome. <laughs> is really good on the wheat thin.
1: Uh oh my wheat thin that I'm eating right now. It's I'm like, sorry I'm you're you out with the muting. I'm like mute. I'm, I'm so Ladies and gentlemen,
0: tonight. how much do we love listening to Rob eat?
1: Um oh, well,
0: it's okay, it's enjoyable. It's I'm making hungries. me want crackers. Now, how? here's a variation that is not cheese-related in any way. But for me, it's a similar nostalgia comfort food that I make mm-hmm. maybe twice a year. Yes. Peanut butter and jelly crackers. Love it. That is something because I, I love the taste of peanut butter and jelly, but I don't ever make – I will rarely make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I mean maybe mm-hmm. once a year. I don't even know. But I also don't often have bread in the house. But I almost always have some kind of crackers. But it's the best on a saltine. Yes. And that's this perfect thing where I'll take like six of them, six saltines, mm-hmm. and put the peanut butter on, and then the jelly, and put them on a plate, and have them little tiny a, plate with a glass of milk. Oh, I can tell good. you which plate, because those of you who haven't been listening from the very beginning <laughs> don't know that I'm a little weird plate. about. I like certain. I I love dishes. I collect them, and I like there are certain foods that um, taste better on certain dishes. Of course. They and do. so, if I was going to make the cheese, the peanut butter, and jelly crackers, they would go on my green square plates. Excellent. Or in a bind, they could go on the grilled cheese plate. Yes. Yeah. But really, oh, that square plates are so good for snacks like that. (laughs) That's (laughs) where the cheese and crackers go. Now, we've talked, Rob and I, when we're talking about what to talk about on the show, cheese comes up a lot. A lot. And we're always like, we should do a show about cheese. But then we're like, but there's too many kinds of cheese. There's too many things. That that would be like blowing 40 categories off of our list with one fell swoop. So, you know, stay tuned for the future episode about goat cheese or. Blue cheese, come on.
1: Forget about it. I just had some amazing Maytag blue cheese this week.
0: Delicious. Blue cheese on a cracker. Any, I love, Brie, I love the cheese and cracker.
1: Yeah, it's so good.
0: What are your favorite cheeses and crackers combos?
1: Don't you beeline for that at a buffet too? Like if like that's like the mm-hmm. easiest thing to get. You're like, okay, I'll just do cheese and crackers. Or when I'm doing low carb, just to know that there's a cheese and yes. cracker spread, and I just get hunks of cheese.
0: You know what's always on the cheese and cracker plate? What the pepper jack? Yes, I like the pepper jack
1: and the dill havarti. Yes, praise the Lord for the dill havarti.
0: Delicious, God, I love cheese. It's
1: so good. Yeah. so good. There's... Now, the, the, I'm going to seg us into uh, okay. our our weird next one, and it's kind of a roundabout segue. But another one of those ritualistic, like, little um, sandwich-type things, like what you were talking about, mm-hmm. when I was little, my mom, whenever she would, like, frost a cake mm-hmm. or cupcakes, would use the extra frosting and put them on graham crackers and make me sandwiches. And I that did that this week because I had made homemade, yummy, yummy frosting. And oh. I had – Just – and I had it left over, and it was in the bottom of the – you know, I had the the KitchenAid stand mixer. Right. It's in the bottom of it, and I'm just like, I should just scrape this out and put it in the garbage and never look at it again. What kind was it? It was just white, yummy cream cheese frosting.
0: What kind of – what did you make that you had frosting? third
1: of a pound of butter. A pound of cream cheese, a pound and a half of confectioner's sugar, a teaspoon of vanilla, and a half a teaspoon of, an, of almond. Extract. Did you
0: make a cheese, a, a carrot cake?
1: I made cupcakes. the most killer coconut cupcakes this week.
0: Oh, forget about it. Was it I started this
1: Yes, and we've talked oh. about it before that I'm obsessed with coconut cupcakes. And I have this potluck, which that is our topic. The next topic is how much do we love a potluck?
0: Well, I want to talk about cupcakes some more, but go ahead. Well, we're going to get
1: <laughs> we're going to talk about these cupcakes for a second cuz I really 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 love cupcakes and I really specifically love coconut cupcakes. Now, Ina Garten, the Barefoot Contessa, her recipe is amazing because there's not only coconut on top of the fluffy delicious frosting, there's coconuts on top so they look like snowballs, mm. but there's coconut actually in the cake. Oh, so good. And it's just to die for. And before when I had made them, I had been at um, a gourmet, like, food shoppery place, and they had the mix. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome, because it only made eight cupcakes or something. Right. It was perfect. I think I was going over to a friend's house to watch the Emmy Awards or something like that, and I just wanted to bring, like, a plate of dessert. I didn't want to bring, like, an experience. Right. (laughs) So this time, well, that's what it was this week, (laughs) I swear to God. (laughs) We, I had two shows of my play, and in between, they decided that everyone who worked in the offices of the theater and, ev- and all the actors should get together and have a potluck to kind of get to know each other better. And, Love it. You know, um, which is was awesome and fun. So we all could sign up for what we were going to make. And I told everyone in the cast, I'm like, what should I bring, my famous macaroni and cheese or coconut cu- cu- cupcakes? Oh. And they all were like, oh my God, coconut cupcakes. Absolutely. And so Sign me w- up. So I started thinking about it. I was like, oh, well the mix only makes eight. I should uh, I guess I gotta make two. And then I'm leaping through her um Ina Garten's first barefoot Contessa um cookbook. because uh-huh. I knew that's where it originally had come from. And it says that it makes twenty-four cupcakes. I'm like, you know, that's perfect. I've got I just had gotten this new KitchenAid stand mixer for right. Christmas and I've only really used it twice. So I was like, I can do this. Of course, I came home for the show, drank a bottle of wine, and then started the cupcakes. (laughs) So I'm like, literally, that KitchenAid was whirring at about 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm praying that my upstairs neighbor slash landlord doesn't come down and be like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm
0: just making some cupcakes! I'm making
1: cupcakes! (laughs) So I make the cupcakes at night, and they're perfect and gorgeous, and... The key to making cupcakes, I have found, and ice this is scoop. from no. the ice cream scoop. Oh. You're
0: right! I didn't mean to steal your thing. I didn't think that's no. what you were going to say.
1: It's exactly what I it is. I learned
0: that from uh, Ina.
1: Ina. And it was, it was written in the margin of the thing. It was like, you know, make sure that you sift your dry
0: mm-hmm. ingredients
1: well and use an ice cream. It made it so mess-free right. and easy. And it needs to be the kind of ice cream scoop that has, like, the... The, the thing you squeeze the thing? release right. right it took no time love it and then the next day i made that amazing frosting that i just recited the recipe oh. to you all and then you take because um, you use half a bag of coconut in the batter and then the other half you just have for sprinkling and you just sprinkle tons of like i had it over like a shallow bowl mm-hmm. and just kept doing it and shaking the extra off kind of like how you would glitter a card Right, and, you know, and doing that except it was, it was coconut.
0: coconut.
1: And I mean to tell you, I have to say I felt bad for everyone else who attempted to bring dessert. <laughs> I love it because I took the I took the cover off those cupcakes, uh-huh. and everyone was like, "Oh!" <laughs> and they were a big hit. And my friend Robbie. <laughs> was late because he is in rehearsal for another show so he was late getting there and he was like stormed through the, the potluck it's like is there a coconut cupcake left <laughs> and i'm like robbie i put one at your dressing space it's, it'll be waiting for you when you're getting into makeup oh so delightful it's a big hit but i love a potluck because i love seeing what people will bring
0: I do, and the thing is, potlucks aren't about good food usually. You know, they're oh. about like weird, snickers. Salad. <laughs> you know, they're like about family tradition food, and it's all stuff mm-hmm. that's like it's not good food, but it's delicious. You know what I mean? Like a tater tot casserole, or
1: totally a casserole Did- of any
0: kind, really.
1: Our assistant stage manager made what she called queso. I'm like, well, what what is that exactly? And and she's like, well, it's breakfast sausage oh. and a and a can of. Of like peppers and tomatoes, it wasn't, and there was nothing organic about this. And Velveeta, but I tell you. Delicious. <laughs> she served it with the Tostitos scoops, those oh, little the scoops. Yeah. So you know what I did? Of course, I arranged the scoops on my plate and took the spoon and dolloped each a one. thing of queso into each one. They're like, you are gay. Get away from the pot.
0: It's like Mexican cheese and crackers. Totally! (laughs) Right. Very fun. Right? Well, I'm trying to think what. uh, Well, actually, another use of the scoops is something that I've brought to Potlucks, which is my dad's famous guacamole, which is so good, and it's not—it's a gazpacho guacamole, whatever that you know, for whatever it's worth. It has all kinds of extra stuff in it. It's not like a purist's guacamole, but Uh holy crap, is it good! And people who don't like guacamole like it, and everyone's always like licking the bowl. But it's often, sir, it's good served with the scoops or the Fritos scoops. Oh, yummy! Is the tradition because you know, Dad started making this in the 80s, I think. (laughs) <laughs> and then i'm trying to think if i have a standard i, I have a good um artichoke hot artichoke dip that's a good Yum. standard you know things that are easy that you can just throw together in the morning and take right. but there's always like a green bean casserole and someone always brings fried chicken and do you guys have what your standard potluck dish is um let us know send it to us at podcast at com, or let's talk about it on the forums
1: what, yes, what do you bring to a potluck
0: a- somebody start it
1: And the most impressive thing that was brought to the potluck, other than... Yeah, the coconut um, cupcakes. My coconut cupcakes. um, One of the house managers at the theater that I was working at is this British woman, and she brought what appeared to be salsa, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but it had some bright colors in it. And I Mm -hmm. looked at her and said, is that orange rind in there? Mm -hmm. And she goes, well, yes, it's watermelon salsa. Oh, my. and they were not tomatoes. It was seedless watermelon that had been cut up to, and looked like tomato. It was to die for hmm. because it still had jalapenos in it, still oh, had wow. onion and cilantro. And I just actually just a few moments ago was was searching online for um, and there's a lot of recipes out there you can google watermelon salsa and you'll come up with a bunch of different um variations on it but i would love if there's any of our listeners out there who have a recipe that you could maybe heartily recommend to also send that to us or put that on the forum because i it was such a good flavor combination chef mark we're looking at you yeah right um and but I'm also I'm going to um I'm going to snuggle up to this house manager a little bit more and see if I can try the recipe from her and I'll share it with you all cuz it was really good and I was oh. imagining that it would be the most I'm, and it's completely out of season here right. in Chicago. I mean we the snow just melted. But I was thinking how great would that be on like you know middle of July right. margarita night on the back porch of somebody's place, you know delicious because it was just the watermelon was so like cooling but there was great great flavor combinations but she Mm. said it was marmalade in there that that's how that that was part of it wow
0: weird because i said
1: is that orange rind i see and she's like no it's marmalade she's like oh well so yes i guess there is orange rind in there huh yeah so i gotta get that recipe marmalade
0: um that sounds delicious is that a traditional british food i don't think so
1: i don't know she i asked her i'm like that seems like such a very trendy thing to be making she's like really i've been making it for years british listeners is
0: that a thing for you
1: people
0: i don't know i it sounds good to me
1: it's yummy um i can't think of any other we love
0: a potluck and uh so then we want to finish up with another thing that we both love how much do we love candles love them do you have candles all over your house
1: absolutely Me too. all over my house and at varying degrees of Co- um cooked <laughs> yeah <laughs> of burnt- and varying yeah. degrees of how much they cost too yes i certainly am not afraid to spend a lot of money on a really great candle yeah but some of my favorite candles i love to go to walgreens and get the hispanic religious candles so like right now i have one that says maria milagrosa that's oh. got the virgin mary on it and i have a pope john paul the second one in my window what do you like about those? I just think they're kind of kitschy and fun. Excellent. Like, I mean, what what's not to like about like having a Last Supper
0: candle, right. like
1: you know, right. right over the Chagall print of a rabbi? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's our house.
0: There you go. <laughs> I just wasn't sure if there was some other like religious significance.
1: No, not for me. But I but. I th- I know there was one time that I went to Ravinia and I needed to get candles. Mm-hmm. And um, Ravinia is an outdoor concert venue for all you out-of-town listeners. One of my favorite places in the world. Can I just say for a minute, I
0: forgot that, you know, we were talking to other people and I was like, I know what Ravinia is.
1: <laughs> I used to live there. Hello. Hello. I went with you. I went with you. <laughs> we saw Jane Monheit. We
0: had eyeball um, candles at Ravinia. You had
1: eyeball floating candles.
0: <laughs> I did. But wait, go ahead. Sorry. So, we're But anyway,
1: out. um, that's what I decided to bring for the candles. And I've kind of, uh, it's very satisfying to me. I like to have like a windowsill just mm-hmm. lined with those kitschy religious. I, I shouldn't curious. say kitschy because to some people, I'm sure they're very meaningful. Right. But to me, they're kind of, um, and they cost like a dollar right. at Walgreens. Right. First of all, I don't know if you should be able to buy anything terribly religious at Walgreens. But yeah. <laughs> that's just my opinion. Um, But I love a really yummy, scented candle. And I have for years, like since college, I've been quite a devotee of the Yankee candle. Mm-hmm. And I've actually been to the Yankee candle factory slash outlet store that's in Deerfield, Massachusetts, I think. Oh, fancy. My ex used to live right by there. So when we would go home for the holidays, we would always go in there and get like the ones that like the labels had printed out on crazy. And right. So
0: Seconds. Yes. I have a candle right now that uh, my friend gave me for my birthday that it's a soy candle, and it I'm burning it for the first time. And it's kind of in a little can, you know,
1: a little mm. canister,
0: and it's ginger and clove. And holy crap, it smells so good. Yeah. Brand is Aroma Naturals.
1: Oh, that's a really great brand. Yeah. It's, they have a really good um, – pink grapefruit one that I like. Oh, that
0: sounds delicious. I love the pink grapefruit grapefruit. candle. Yeah, I'm usually not a fan of like the clovey kind of things, but this smells delicious. Well, now, Jungle Marge, as some of you may know, she used to be an interior decorator. So she's still... um, can shop at the merchandise mart. And so she will go and she's, she she buys for some stores and stuff. And, and But she also will just buy for like the Davis family me. gift closet or Robbie. And so <laughs> she sends me a lot of candles because she can buy these really awesome ones there, you know, like crazy huge ones with like seven wicks and with beautiful patterns. I like when they're like textured on the outside or this kind Sarah's of. Sarah's
1: house always has amazing. I have to everything. say, I have a you lot of. You always have candles. a really. Her place is so beautifully decorated, but the candles are always just, like, amazing. And it always, like, that's the first smell that hits you. You're like, oh, my gosh, this place has great candles. But you know what?
0: I would say it wasn't until maybe 10 years ago that I started actually burning the candles. Because I would buy these really pretty candles, but then I wouldn't Mm want to burn them because I'd buy them because they looked pretty. And then I finally got over that and was like, you know what? I'll just get another candle. There's no candle that's like the all end all of candles that I can't burn it. And they're so, I just, I love it. I'd light them every, I have three of the, three big chunky pedestal ones on all different kinds of cool bases on my coffee table. And I try to, I burn them a little bit every night. It's relaxing.
1: So comforting.
0: What's, oh, how much do we love getting in the bathtub and having candles all around?
1: That's very nice. Oh. Romantic,
0: or just like pleasant, because yeah, not necessarily romantic.
1: Well, definitely. Um, I right now by I'm... yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> you never know. Yeah. Um, Sad. <laughs> so, uh, the one that I'm burning right now is a lemon verbena.
0: Candle. Ooh. It's
1: very. It's from um, the last order I put in with Jungle Marge.
0: Nice. Where I got
1: some really great holiday scented ones from her. That would the scent was called Comfort and Joy. <gasps>
0: A good time.
1: Yeah, I got that and, and, and I enjoy. got a bunch of um pomegranate flavored ones.
0: Oh, we love pomegranates.
1: Well, yes, that's one of our very first topics we ever had, I think. That's yeah, you we know love what all I, things pomegranate. You
0: know what I had in um Austin? Pomegranate margarita. What? Nice! Delicious. It's... Yeah, I didn't realize it was gonna be frozen, but they put some kind of pomegranate juice in there and oh. It was tasted a lot like a strawberry margarita, but like a little tangy or tart, you know, because the pomegranate's not as sweet. Delicious.
1: Well, and speaking of, this is just a tiny tangent. Mm-hmm. When Speaking of pomegranates, um, there's a, a friend of a, I, I think you know him. Do you know Dr. Paul? Of Who course. Okay. Hi, Dr. You know Paul. Dr. Paul. Mm-hmm. Dr. Paul has just become an avid listener of How Much We Love, and he. And, but we've known him for a long time. I'm not sure I had,
0: he remembers me. I've met him a bunch of totally times. He totally does.
1: Okay. Yeah, he he totally does. He um, he and I had He's used to cute. hang out a, a lot. He's totally cute. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to hang out a lot, and then we hadn't seen each other in a while. But we always kind of run into each other, and just it's great to see him every time. I had run in, had run into him at Hamburger Mary's where we were doing some. Karaoke. Yes, I said it. Karaoke. They call it Mariokie. I
0: hero. need a hero. Totally. Did you say holding up for a hero?
1: No, but I sang Almost Paradise. That's how oh, you should say that. I sang Almost Paradise with my friend Amy Arbazzani.
0: Oh, we love her too.
1: She's on tour with Light in the Piazza right now, by the way.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: And she just got it. Wow. Anyway.
0: This is like the tangent, spoke tangent.
1: right? Anyway, so he was on a business trip and he loaded up his iPod with all of our episodes and listened to and he's like i felt like i was traveling with you guys and um i'm like oh paul that's so great and then two seconds later i turn around and there's this gorgeous red martini sitting in front of me and he and he put his arm around me he goes i promised myself the next time i saw you i would buy you a pomegranate martini nice see there are perks to being a podcaster i tell you you get a free drink every once in a while i love that
0: well, I so. wanted to say, speaking of soy candles, you know, we have, um, a friend who is a big podcast supporter who makes, yes. um, soy candles and his website is soy candles by Yes. P-H-E-B-E-S.com. And, um, I believe he's also selling his candles through, uh, the Remarkable Palette podcast, right? right? Or the Gilded Forks. So it's sort of a little yes. podcast web. Um, they kind of
1: have a nice little tie in there. They do, um...
0: So check so that out, people. Place.
1: There Wonderful. you have it.
0: Yeah. Candles, cheese and crackers, and potlucks. That's what we love today, people.
1: Good things all around. I wish I was having a potluck right now. Then I'd feel like I was having a whole episode 54 retreat of my own.
0: I know. All I'm having is can- is candles of the things we're but talking for about. for a potluck,
1: that would mean someone would have to come over and bring something, like a covered dish.
0: A hot dish. Well, you know how much <laughs> I like people coming over and delivering things to me. Yes. It's like, say, Eggs Benedict or a Netflix DVD. Um, <laughs> if anyone wanted to deliver a green bean casserole to my door, that would be fine. Yeah, not a stranger, because that would be weird, but to someone I know, that would be <laughs> fine. I'm saying people don't come show up at my house with a green bean casserole. So, anyway, um, tell us what you love. Email us at podcast at com, and we will see you guys next time.
1: Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye bye.